Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's time, right about that time, for a little bit more Advanced Analytics. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Advanced Analytics, and welcome our first ever guest on the bloody show, it's Pax Asade! Thank you for having me. Why am I the only one clapping? Well, you, you, you always do this every week, where you test your mic, and you're like, this is how loud I'm going to talk, and then it starts, and then you just scream into the mic and deafen everyone. Sorry, did I F that up straight away? Well, no, I, I feel like in the test you spoke that loud. Okay. Like, I was deafened way earlier than this. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't really, maybe I had my headphones off, but wow. <laughs> um, also, you, I, I, I assume this is just going to be us talking about Donovan Mitchell for an hour? You're a big uh, Utah Jazz fan, Pax. Yeah, huge. How did you become, and this seems insane... Because you're a Kiwi guy. Yeah. How, how do you get on the jazz, jazz bandwagon? So um, I played basketball my whole life, but never was really that into the NBA. I just knew it was a thing. And then when Darren Williams became a thing, I kind of fell in love with Darren Williams because <laughs> he was kind Awful. of... No, he was like... He was, was good, yeah. There was like a three-year period where the conversation was... Who's the best point guard in the league, Darren Williams or Chris Paul? Yeah. That was the conversation. And the answer was Chris Paul. No, (laughs) careful. And then he ruined the Jazz and and everyone hated Darren Williams. Worth noting that you're wearing a a Darren Williams. I'm wearing a Darren Williams jersey. Yeah. Even Darren Williams isn't a Darren Williams fan. Well, I'm still one. I'm the only Darren Williams fan then. So back back then, I, I liked the Jazz, man. I, like, I was jazz. obviously a Magic fan, but the Jazz were almost like the other team I rooted for. Yeah. AK-47. Love yeah, that guy. The man. Andre Carolina. Do you feel uncomfortable that the Jazz are like the number one white power team in the NBA? Yeah. So I, so I went through, I went like, um, I'd say like five months ago. Yeah. I went through an, identity, an NBA identity crisis. During, during the playoffs when they had Mitt Romney and there was rumors of like racial yeah. slurs towards Russell Westbrook and yep, stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. When when like Russell Westbrook got into that little altercation with the guy in the stands, yeah, I had an identity crisis and I kind of almost left fandom. Wow. That, um, I almost left and I almost jumped ship to Dallas. That, so, oh, they this is then, weird. They then had issues. <laughs> yeah, then they had issues. <laughs> but, um, so you st- stayed for. I I have a similar thing happening at the moment. Well, here's the thing. I don't really follow the NFL. I basically watch the the Super Bowl every yeah. year. That's it. Yeah. But. Uh, Traditionally, growing up, I was always um, identified as a Steelers fan. Okay. And, uh, Is there a reason behind that? Not really. I, I, I don't really think so. I think at Cool the, color scheme. Yeah, I think I liked, They were just good at the time, weren't they? Yeah, and they Liz had a Khalifa weird logo. And I think I played <laughs> with them at, on, on Madden. Okay. Uh, yeah. But um, they... Anyway, Ben Roethlisberger is like... He's got some dodgy Real stuff. bad guy, I think. Yeah. And... So what are you going to do? I, I, well, here's the thing. I, no one watches NFL. I want to jump Switch ship. to the Raiders, because that's just always a cool team to support. <laughs> okay. No, they're not. They're terrible, terrible aren't they? Oh, do you watch the NFL as well? No. Oh, that, 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 that's not a good recommendation. I heard the Celtics have a dodgy guy now. Someone way down on their bench. No oh, one heard about that? Yeah, yeah. In the off-season, huh? he went crazy. Um, and did... Oh, well, uh, I'm off that bandwagon then. No, no, no. I went crazy. No, no, he, no, he like, uh, he did something bad. He, like, real bad domestic violence or something. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, I can't remember his name. So, like, no, no, I was going to say something bird, it's like, but... It's like, I think, like, Diary Durving or something like... Durvin? Diary <laughs> no, Durvin? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not Diary Durvin. No, no, no. He, I want to say his surname's Bird. No, his name's, like, real similar to Jalen Brown, I think. It's like, <laughs> his name's, like... Jabin <laughs> Blount. <laughs> okay. Pax, it's not, it's not Jalen Brown. <laughs> Pax, where are the Jazz going to finish this year? Second in the West. Wow. In the West. Yeah. Behind Golden State. Yeah. Okay. Because Houston's had a slow start. Houston's had a slow start. And watching... So I did a post on social media um, 
outlining what I think is going to happen at the end of the week. Where are you season. doing these posts on social media? What's going on? I don't, I don't <laughs> see that. On my, on my crazy popping Instagram. That's where oh, I did it. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know if I follow you. i got to get it. You should, man. What's so, the handle? It's cra- Pax Asadi. Okay, I'll find Yeah, it. it's a fun time. So I, in that post, I said that the Rockets are going to finish second. This is before any games have been played. Yeah. So my, 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 my um, prediction was Golden State, Rockets, then Jazz. Yeah. After watching the Rockets and the Jazz play, I switched that. One game. Mm. Oh, then play against each other? each other? yeah. No, no, I mean play the games throughout the season so far. Oh, yeah, but there's only been four games, three games. Yeah, it's enough for me, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough for me. Yeah, I like so that. So I, I, I say Jazz number two. Because that's what I was... Okay, well, I like that you're just jumping to conclusions. That's the kind of hot takes we like on this podcast. It's hard to make any predictions yet, though, right? Nah, I'm all for jumping into me too. things right away. Well, this time last year, the Orlando Magic were unbeaten and, like, you know, looking... Yeah, and um, if they hadn't had a couple of unlucky injuries, they would have won the championship. Who got uh, Terrence Ross, Jonathan Isaac. Pax, basically, we, we, the whole year they basically had constantly one or two guys missing. We, Aaron Gordon got injured. Oh, that's right. It was yeah, but the the first thing that started it, I think, was um, Terrence Ross. But anyway, what I'm going to say, I can't remember. Oh, just oh no, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> and here's um, what I'm going to say. <laughs> can't remember. No. Uh, so before today, how many games did the Jazz played before today? Before today, two, two. Oh yeah, just two. But still, one uh, and one. Crazy that uh, Jingles Joe Ingles was uh, the third top ranked fantasy player. So basically, statistically, he was the third best. His player. efficiency from outside the arc is is on par is is on track to be historic. Mm. Will so, that change? Probably. He probably won't get to that historic point. It's am- it's amazing though, isn't it? Like it's genuinely like the guy doesn't look like he should be in the NBA, and you can tell yeah. tell why he's a fan favorite because he's just. Such a Joe Bloggs. And he's in Utah. His name's literally Yo- Yeah. <laughs> but his name's also Joe, and he looks like he should be like running like some sort of like uh Portaloo company or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um and also has also has a, a bad shot. Like if you'd watch him it's not shoot pretty. Yeah, if you watch him shoot the ball, his release is slow, he pulls it way back. And lets it go. Like it looks like he shouldn't be that good at shooting threes in the NBA. And he never looks in, in peak shape. Like no. He's <laughs> what? No, I think he is in his peak. Yeah. Shape right oh, now. for sure. Yeah. But um, but yeah, you compare him to any other NBA player, and he looks not in the other than Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, um, Pax, I've also heard a rumor that you um, get your NBA league pass through India. I do. How how's that going for you? It's really good. It's um, <laughs> All right. Let's not talk about. Criminal activity. We're gonna shut you down. Can cut, you can cut this out, right? Paul was asking about that. I don't think this is. I don't think this is criminal activity. I think this is to be encouraged. No, it's because I'm I'm half Pakistani, so I'm allowed. You're allowed to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have I have. Well, I don't have a Pakistani passport. But it's so interesting <laughs> how the internet works like that because it's the same service all around the world. Yes. But they've um, they just, block it off to countries. That they make it relative to how much the like the I guess the inc- average income is in your country. Yeah. And um, okay. in India, how much is League Pass? Well, converted to New Zealand dollars is like $25. $25? Yeah. How many rupees is that? I think it's like, I can't even remember. I think it's like 4,000, 5,000 rupees. Because it's New Zealand, New Zealand, it's 330. No, it's more than that, isn't it? Or is there a I think one? I I think I spent like 330. When I looked, it was like 499. What? Yeah. I looked recently, I think it was. About three hundred, okay. like early three hundred. <laughs> you're 300. still getting a massive saving if you're spending twenty five <laughs> yeah. bucks. Yeah. Hey, well, good on um, you for that. It's good stuff. Pax also before when we were talking about it, he had the, well, we kind of almost both had the theory that that also that the NBA wants to expand into India because that's yeah. obviously a massive, you know, what the second that's a lot of people there second biggest country in the world in terms of population. I think it's the biggest now. Wow, past China, yeah. Wow. Mm. So obviously they love cricket and like kabaddi, 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 yeah. Okay, do you know anything about that sport? Um, I don't know anything about it other than the rules and that my granddad played for Pakistan. So wow, the, that's quite cool. With the rules, because I was telling this to someone the other day, and then they were like, surely not, and then I started doubting myself. Is it true that like at least one of the players has to um, hold their breath, and to prove, their, <laughs> to prove they're holding their breath, they say, kabaddi, 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 kabaddi? I actually don't know. Oh, okay. I actually I'm, don't know. It's so the weirdest to watch game. If you've not seen it. It's my like, mum will know. If you're on Sinkabadi, it's like on a volleyball court. Yeah. But the dudes kind of play. It reminds you of like a kind of a soft version of rugby. Like it's kind of a tackling and 
Arca- like physicality yeah. it involved. Reminds you, it reminds you of like an old. It reminds you of what old timey wrestlers look like. Like <laughs> yeah. not that muscly, but yeah. just kind of beefy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've watched it probably four times, and I just have no clue. Did you the watch rules. like the ESPN like yeah. highly? Yeah. Friggin' pump like the really flashy version. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's amazing. And sometimes they're holding hands, like, and they're oh, in, they often hold hands. Thing. That's just a cultural. No, no, thing. no, 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 no. <laughs> really good friends. I think it's part of the strategy. So someone can't get through a gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold hands. Oh, or maybe the rule is you have to hold hands. Yeah. You have to hold hands with your best friend. Yeah, of course, <laughs> at all times. <laughs> it's sometimes it's real sad when one guy's got no one. <laughs> well, well, Pax, we're glad to have you. You're our first ever guest. Thanks for having um, me. Ideally, try and make it not jazz related, but I can tell you love the jazz. I'm the Bill Simmons of, of the Utah Jazz. I'm going to turn everything into a jazz conversation. Okay. Oh, God. It's so frustrating. Um, what are you most excited about in the NBA this season? Other than the jazz, I'm yeah. very, I'm, I'm actually very excited about the, the rookie class. Uh, me too. I think this is a really cool rookie class. Agreed. Aiden, Aiden, Aiden or Aiden? Aiden. Aiden. I think. I think Aiden is really good. I think he's, he's a bust. I'm going to call every rookie a bust right now. I'm sick of watching it. Well, any of these guys, the thing about rookies, the reason I hate rookies is because it takes five, six years for them to turn, like, especially these ones. Yeah. Takes a long time. And Aiton, right now, I think, three games in, looks like GL Okafor, right? He's a guy who's going to put up points on a bad team, can't play D, and is going to be no use to anyone. The difference between him and Jaleel Okafor is that Jaleel Okafor is built badly. Yeah. And. Aiton is built Could like, be a modern player. Yeah, he's built like a modern player. He's built like a yeah, DeAndre Jordan. he's an absolute specimen. But he... That felt... The way he delivered that was real great. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but also has the offensive assets that, that DeAndre doesn't have. That's why I'm excited about him. I'm also really excited about Luka Doncic. Yeah. And I'm also really excited about... I can't... I'm sick of every time Doncic gets an assist... People posting it over the internet because he, yeah, like, he did a pass and there was like sick pass from Doncic. It's like a basic, <laughs> it's a chess pass like to a guy it around the, to make the, a shot. The arc or something. He or does. It, I don't get me wrong. I, I think one of these players can blossom into something. Trey also, Young put up a massive stat line yesterday. Also, Luka Doncic, you're a rookie. Get in shape before the yeah, season yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you're not a veteran who can just roll on up. Yeah, he's yeah he's yeah there's yeah. Uh, and Pils said through the EuroLeague that he was in shape because he's playing so much basketball, but obviously um, the European schedule is a lot more relaxed than the I, NBA. I concur about this draft class, though. I was super high on it uh, before the season started. And my guy... Who Jaren- are you the highest on, by the way? Uh, man, it was tough. But for my rookie of the year picks were controversial. Yeah. For me, my, I was highest on Jaron Jackson Jr. He's very good. Who's been great so far. And... I've got him on my fantasy team and Jermichael Green just got injured for six or eight weeks or something. So he's going to get even more run. Like he had 25 points, eight, you know, like great steals and blocks as well and stuff. But um, then one of the uh, most debated guys, Trey Young, I was high on. I think he's going to be good. And then yesterday, yeah, yesterday he had a blinder, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, who knows? It'll take a few years for him to prove himself. But yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. I'm regretting my rookie of the year pick. What I was picked, it? I went with Knox. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sorry. I didn't finish my sentence. Knox was my other rookie yeah. of the year pick. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like how you, um, Kieran, saying you regret these picks. No one knew you made these picks. You could have just <laughs> said my, you didn't make them. My 2,000 followers <laughs> in, on Instagram know Instagram. I made these picks. Yes. Okay, and, were... and I'd like to come clean and say my number one pick was Kevin Knox as well. Number one? He, well, he, he, no, he was, no, no, sorry, not in the draft. For oh, Rookie of the Year. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so where can people follow you on Instagram? Uh, at, you go follow me on at Paxasadi. Well, hell of a site. At, um, at Twitter Pax. Is that how Twitter works? At Twitter Pax. Yeah, I thought it was your Instagram for your basketball. Do you do Instagram for basketball, Twitter for jokes? No, I haven't tweeted in like three months. Okay, well, no one following that junk account. <laughs> Let's kick things off with the Week in Review. It's just Week in Review. It's the Week in Review. Week in Review. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers, we just watched them lose their third game in a row in overtime. Um, what do we think of that? That was kind of exciting, right? That was very exciting. Yeah. Cra- I, crazy. Game. I can't believe how exciting the Lakers are. Like, it is cool. Like, I enjoy when the Lakers and Knicks are good. It's frustrating how people go crazy for their teams, uh, for their games, but, um, and, and every little thing they do gets blown way out of proportion. But like LeBron in Los Angeles, and every game has been thrilling. They play a crazy pace and up tempo style of play. It's like good to watch. I really love watching this iteration of the Lakers because it's fun to watch 
them push this kind of pace and LeBron not have to be the one that is pushing it. Because mm. every other team you've watched, LeBron has to be the, the one that initiates the fast break. Mm. Whereas on this team, you have multiple dudes that can do that. And it's fun to watch LeBron just not... Every single other team, he's gone to look for the ball so he can get it and move. Mm. Whereas this one, he just takes off. They were down eight points with one minute left. They made uh, a JaVale McGee dunk, uh, a Kuzma corner three, and then LeBron hit the deep three to send it to overtime. It was, yeah, pretty pretty impressive. Mm. But more impressive than that, I want to talk about the fight. Finally, the Biff is back yeah. in the NBA. You excited about yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> bring back the Biffo, mm. mate. And it, I was sure that the Lakers were going to be get into a fight at some stage. I didn't think it would be the home opener. <laughs> and I definitely didn't think uh, that Lance Stevenson would be a peacemaker in the yeah, fight. <laughs> he came out of nowhere. And I honestly thought, I thought Stevenson was going to throw a thon maker flying knee. Yeah. <laughs> but instead he grabbed him and took him away. Yeah. That was crazy. Are you guys surprised at how small the, I guess there's not many fights in the NBA now and the kind of precedent has changed since the days of the, 2000s and where players were suspended for a whole year and stuff yeah. like that. But it's crazy. You just miss like two or three games for that, right? I, I thought it was going to be like, I thought I thought um, Ingram was going to get at least eight to Wait, ten games. I don't yeah, understand this. How, how is Ingram getting the most? He came in at the end of the yeah. sucker punch, threw the sucker punch. Yeah, he threw end. like a back of head kind of punch. And that was bad. And back of the head at, or, to Paul. To Paul, yeah. yeah. Did he connect? Kind hard of. To, yeah, Why hard to are professional athletes so bad at punching? Like, they punch guys in the face and the guy's fine. Also, also Ingram has, like, dulcim arms. He should be able to hit anyone from, like... What does dulcim arms mean? Dulcim is a Street Fighter character. And his special <laughs> move is that his arms can extend out, like, 20 yeah. metres. Yeah. <laughs> Inspector Gadget um, reach. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's, here's what I'll say, is that... So I've recently got into playing football in a big way. That's soccer football, not American football. But when I first started, this is like months ago now, just after kicking, my legs were just shredded under, like underneath my thighs. Mm. And yeah, it's just, I think that your body, when you play a sport, your body like obviously is built for that sport. And, you know, NBA players aren't ever punching. I reckon if you punched, you'd be horrible. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, whoa, whoa, shots fired at me. I reckon you're the worst puncher <laughs> in the world. I, okay, okay, I would agree. I've never been in a fight, and I've never punched really never anything. never been in a fight. Um, I've done some, like, boxing for, like, wacky TV segments. Yeah, right. right. Where, like, you know. But um, I definitely agree that boxing is one of the toughest sports, and I agree that I'd be terrible at punching. Right. That's not the point. The point is these guys are high-level athletes. Right. Rondo connected with Chris Paul's face. Yeah. And Chris Paul was totally fine with it and then just came back and almost seemed to connect with Rondo's face. He, uh, Chris Paul landed an okay uppercut, didn't he? In the fray? It was a great... Who, who won the fight? Who won yeah, it? Yeah, if you're going to score it like an actual fight, yeah. who wins? I, I think Rondo, Rondo, two clean hits, Chris Paul, one hit. Ingram won. Shonky. Is it a tag team event? Like, is it Lakers versus Ra- uh, well, Rockets? This, maybe this is more interesting then. Who do you want to win the fight? And who whose corner are you in? Who was, just, who, was good, who was good? Who was bad? I want... I just hate Chris Paul. I am not a Chris Paul fan. But then not many people like Rondo either. So it's like, like two people that people, people want to see them, both of them go down. But I've maybe. always liked Rondo. Always. Because he's got this, like... There's something about him that I really like. Whereas Chris Paul... Just seems real bossy. Hmm. He's like Angelica from from um, <laughs> Rugrats. Rugrats. It's part, I think it's because of his ass. He's got like quite a protruding ass yeah. and very good posture. Yeah, and so it just seems he's like he's he's he feels like a maths teacher. Yeah, it's sexism he say, but he seems matriarchal. Uh, <laughs> it's like nurse ratchet. <laughs> um, for my for my supporting, I felt like it was quite a roller coaster. Yeah. So Harden draws the foul. I'm not the biggest James Harden fan. And uh, and he would start complaining that it should be and one, and then Brandon Ingram punches him at this uh, pushes, pushes him. him yeah. Sorry, at this point I'm team Brandon Ingram. I think yeah, yeah. right. Just because I don't know, I can just see being in his getting were you, frustrated. Were you guys watching the game? Uh, no. You saw the fight because uh, yeah, I was because the interesting context of this is that Harden was just driving everyone crazy with his. He was doing his usual thing of going around the screen yes. and just throwing it up as soon as he. As soon as he got around there and then just taking the natural contact of going around the screen and 
It was it was kind of how Pax plays. Yeah, um, very frustrating. And you've got a very James Harden esque beard, which <laughs> looks great, by the way. Some would say that I took my style of play from James Harden, and I would say <laughs> that, that is completely true. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I. I'd like that, but I could see why playing against him would be so frustrating in the NBA. And so Brandon pushes him. I'm on Brandon's side. Then, uh, obviously, spit in the face. Here's the thing. I've always related to Rondo. I've always found he's really uh, the closest to my style of play in terms of a point guard who can't shoot, Mm. uh, more of an assist guy, and no uh, one really likes him. Yeah, a bit of a locker room cancer. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, um, so, but the spit in the face, uh, not really a fan of that move. So, did it come out that he did spit him in the face? Yeah. Yeah, essentially, they, no, yeah. But, this is the interesting thing about sports, is that people don't give a toss about, like, major, like, political events yeah. or, like, what's going on in Syria right now. Mm. But this spit in the face has been dissected by millions of people yeah, in yeah. slow motion detail. I think even Angela Merkel came out and dissected it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird. I guess sports is escapism and you don't want to dwell on that bleak stuff all yeah. the time because it's yeah. kind of depressing. It, but. It, but it is weird how often in sports the things the, the like things people care about is real out of whack like a for instance, Australia scratching a ball. Yeah. And they're all like, this is the biggest disgrace <laughs> in Australian sports history. Yeah. And then you just look at like in, like fifty percent of like the NRL players, well, not fifty percent, but done. just like some, of, like the, a guy who broke into that um, apartment in New York and started for no reason. He just lost. He was like drunk or whatever, and went and started like terrorizing a family. Yeah, it's like surely that's worse. What, than... what do you think? What do you think is the biggest disgrace in sporting history for any country or any organization? Oh man. Uh, it's hard. That's a crazy question because, like, you can't think of that off the bat. Lance Armstrong doping no. scandal. Oh, and then what about Philippines? Philippines basketball fight. Yeah, that was insane. That was pretty good. When you watch the tape back and see like Filipino assistant coaches like throwing cheers. Yeah, it's yeah. actually insane. So you're talking about the Philippines fight versus uh, Australia. Australia. Yeah. Um, no, Lance Armstrong though, because you got to remember it was but, the cheating, yeah. the millions of dollars, yeah. and then yeah. the um. And, and, Ruining people's lives and courts, yeah. and we're not talking like about like we're talking about like in the sport or like a rare that, sports event, yeah, yeah. So not Tonya like not, to, not like someone doing a, abuse or whatever. Like, oh yeah, is that part? I don't know. Yeah, you've you doing it's gone quite Pex, dark. What, what are your perimeters here? You've that asked guy the, is doing some abuse. Pex, you've you've lobbed you've lobbed in the worst question of all time here. Yeah. And what is what is your broad? answer? Is it too broad? It's too broad. Like I guess that um the the footage of that guy from the um uh Vikings punching a lady in a oh, lift that was yeah. Ray Rice. So grim. Ray Rice. Oh, what about the guy who did a murder? Um the uh, what's his name? Oh, old, the Patriots um, guy. No, nah, oh, oh the um, Patriots guy did a murder. Yeah. Old um middle middle legs. <laughs> oh. Pistorius. Yeah, yeah we get in there. We get once we get into murder territory, I think that's yeah. gonna win. Um, Sorry about my friggin' yeah, 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 yeah. You have to. <laughs> it's oh, quite, right. quite dark. All right, back <laughs> back to what we're at. Okay, so your team Ingram Paul, he was fighting hard in. Yeah, and then I, th- I here's the thing. I don't like Chris Paul. I hate him. But uh, I feel like Rondo kind of kicked it off with the spit. Well, yeah, yeah. You also, should was... you should poke a guy in the eye though. That seemed like a bad move. I'm team um, Anthony Kiedis from the. So Red the Hot commentator from the Los Angeles commentary, if you haven't yeah. seen this, Pax, no. he announced he's like he's like Paul's gone to the locker room, um, Rondo's gone to the locker room, and I'm just seeing that Anthony Kiedis, lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, is being escorted out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Anthony Kiedis was giving Chris Paul a hard time And he yeah. got taken out and given a talking to He did come back I, Yeah there is footage of it I, I found Was he it. shirtless? No <laughs> but he's, oh. wearing, he's wearing like quite a cool like retro Lakers sure, gear sure. And yeah he just he, he kind of starts pointing and yelling at Chris Paul As he's exiting the corner of the court And then gets a security guy kind of walks Kiedis. him away I always thought Anthony Kiedis was kind of a mellow guy well, he should be, but he's not when it comes to Lakers games. So on 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 Chris Paul's like eye gouge, mm-hmm. I think that was actually quite a smart move from Chris Paul. Well, <laughs> because if a dude, this is a hot take <laughs> up why. there with me saying every rookie this year is a bust. This is the second biggest hot take of the podcast. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Because Rondo spits on your face, low low move, right? Yeah. Your natural inclination as another man who got spat on is to punch him in the face, right? But if Chris Paul punched him in the face and was the first to throw the punch, there was no doubt that Chris Paul's getting the biggest punishment, right? Yeah. But he's able 
to really piss off Rondo and do something that is really demoralizing without looking like the worst guy in the altercation. Yeah. So he comes, he kind of comes out the best. He only got like three games. I just think, I think Chris Paul, I think it comes down to reputation. And Ingram is the least powerful of the three players and least experienced. I don't know, least likely to kick up a fuss. So they're like, just give it to him because he's a. I felt like Ingram wasn't that bad. I, I maybe I missed a sucker punch, but well, they, well, they, they would have seen it as starting it, but with the push, yeah, and then. Coming the, push in later. Is, the push that happens all the time in the NBA, though. Yeah. Yeah. Those two yeah, guys are senior players. You can't punch people. That's That should be five games minimum. Yeah. Chris Paul, you can't poke a guy in the eye. That should be five games plus punching. I don't know. It just it felt like they got off yeah. a bit lively. Well, we, but I we, like we, it. We so I, I don't want to see them miss more games. We were saying 10 games. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if anything, you're on the soft side. Yeah, you're on the soft side. I thought Ingram was going to get 10 games. Yeah, oh, for sure. I thought like that was like minimum yeah, for me. Yeah, because that but, punch at the end was crazy. Yeah. Although as a Magic fan last year, Aflalo did a um, Aflalo's crazy. Aflalo did a bit of a back of the head punch. Aflalo and, will stab you if you. <laughs> I can't remember how much he got. I don't Ten think it was ago. a whole lot. Um, so uh, what about um, when your boy um, who was the Turkish Michael Jordan for the Atlanta Magic? He He got like fifteen games for like doping, and he was the least fit guy I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Um, yeah. I miss Hedo. Hedo uh, Turkoglu, the Turkish Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, Lakers are okay on the day of that fight. Yeah. that was the craziest day though, and it's it sticks in my mind because. Um, Paul was trying to get on my league pass. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, I'll just watch through all the fourth quarters and stuff like that and, and throw it over to you. And I couldn't because I had to watch for... There was 10 games on that day. Only three of those 10 games were not down to the wire nail biters. Mm. It was absolutely like the most entertaining day of basketball. Yeah. We are like, right now, spoiled as NBA fans. And the Lakers were just like the... A fight was just... That was the last game of the day. It was just the icing on the cake. It's insane. Um, I just wanted to throw up a few little weird things from the week um, that I noticed kind of in the, mainly in that day. Um, the Knicks, uh, don't get me wrong, not good, but kind of fun. Yeah. Like every team's playing this insane high-powered o- offensive game, right? Like It's like every team decided to Warriors it and go up-tempo, focus on the offense, regular season, we won't defend too much. Well, no one defends anymore. It seems like that, yeah. No one defends other than Utah and the Grizzlies. And the Knicks, and the Knicks that have a team, aka the two bleakest teams. Nah, uh, right. I'd like to throw the Magic in there. They're really um, basing. <laughs> they got length. Uh, yeah, now, offense ra- is our is our issue. Yeah. Also, I don't like this tone that you're coming in with when it comes to the Utah Jazz. All right. Yeah. You're slandering them left, right, and center. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I just, I'm just, I'm, I guess I'm just responding to you being so positive on the Jazz. I you're feel trying like to I'm balance it. Temper a little okay, bit because okay, okay. I feel like you're just going to fit the Utah into everything. But everyone's paying a high, a high tempo, and the Knicks, who I just wrote off straight away with Porzingis out, not they're going to be that good when they get in. Um, have uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., who's playing all right. And that um, lanky Turkish freak, um, Ennis Cantor. Ennis Cantor. Mm. In between those two, they got quite a bit of like offense, mm. and like the um, other players are playing well. Um, can we just remember back to like literally three weeks ago when we were telling people teams to support? Yeah, I was high on the Knicks. No, 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 no. don't support the Knicks. And support can I just the Knicks? Hey, they, don't support the Knicks. They're still wrecked, but it was just good to see them and a few other teams uh, showing a bit of pizzazz. Another team I'd like to mention: uh, Hornets. Yeah, they were a team like on suicide watch for me, yeah. and I still think they should trade Kemba while they've got some. But he's a thrilling player to watch. Um, scored th- thirty plus, led the league in scoring for his first three games. Like he's putting on a show. It's quite fun. Yeah, I think I think the Knicks. I think you're right. The Knicks are fun, but I think that's as far as it goes. They're fun. Yeah, and they're not good. I knew this was going to happen with um, Fisdale being hired mm. because he is an up tempo guy, and you can see like. It's pretty cool watching these guys who are like absolute scrubs when it comes to being an NBA talent. <laughs> other than like Knox and Hardaway and maybe a couple of other guys. And Inner's, I mean, he's an atrocious defender, mm. but he can put the ball in the basket. Is but his? Then, yeah, sorry. But then you watch all these other scrubs who like would, if, if they weren't playing for the Knicks, they would not be on the court. Uh, moving uh, the ball and actually getting the ball in the basket because yeah. they're playing like a really beautiful style of basketball that Fisdale's yeah. put in. I, Here's the thing. I've never really paid much attention to Fisdale when he was coaching uh, Memphis. Memphis, but I loved that video where he was like, you're not going to rook us. Yeah. <laughs> Take that for data. I love that. <laughs> I, I go back to that video all the time. Yeah. But, um, whoa, 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 I love- whoa, 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 whoa. You go back to that video all the time? It's like, here's, 
What, a, are, a video of the Memphis it, Grizzlies coach doing a press conference in the first round game. I think maybe one of my favourite genres of movie, uh, not movies, I guess <laughs> very short films. Yeah, super uh, you, short films. Yeah, YouTube <laughs> short films is uh, coaches just being super passionate in press conferences. Didn't he cry in that press conference? No, you're thinking of another Memphis coach. Uh, what's the... Um, the guy with the Kings now. Yorga. No, oh, Mike Malone? No, no, no. The I, Kings his coach. name's Yorga, like Jay... Oh, uh, um, Yorga. Dave Yeager. D- Dave Yeager, yeah, yeah, Yoga, yeah. Yoga. Um, I'm a little dyslexic. What's that smell? Um, it's it not like burning. burning toast. Hopefully it's fine. But um, Hopefully it's that, Yeah, sauce. that's one of my... So these are, these are like my favourite videos. Um, so Fizdale, take that for data. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about practice? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm just talking about coaches. Oh, coaches only. Um, and it's like, I like it when they're like... Really emotional. Yeah. So that, uh, your Jaeger, Dave Jaeger, Dave Jaeger? Dave You're like that college coach um, who's like, Yeah, I'm getting there. Dave Jaeger, <laughs> Dave Jaeger talking when he's like, Yeah, man, bro, I'm getting there. Um, when he breaks down crying, yeah. just saying how proud he is of his team and yeah. how, many, how tough it's been. Yeah. I love that. Pax, have and you then, watched um, listen to our podcast before? Nah. It's mainly just Paul describing YouTube videos he's seen. And actually, good point. I forgot about really my favorite segment. <laughs> Um, no, we're not doing that again. That's not even, it's not even a joke. That's a garbage segment. Paul called it Clip of the Week, and he just subscribed to YouTube video. <laughs> but he's, he, he leaves out all the key details that you can't even follow him in his description. Um, Get to that fun one about oh, the... Yeah, there's a college football coach. He yeah. was an Oklahoma State um, football coach. And he got annoyed and, about bad reviews for his team. Oh, no, these articles that they were posting, and they posted one, and it's, oh, it's so good. And he's like, he's like you're going to go after a kid who does everything right? But goes out there and might not play as well as he should. You're gonna go after him, a kid. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> I just love that quote so Did much. Did he cry? He's he's like kind of on the verge, can and then, I, can I and then he you? finishes by going, "It's enough to make me want to puke." And then he walks. Oh, it's great. Man. I need to watch this actually. Yeah, yeah it's, great oh, it's video. Great. It's great. My favorite press conference moment is Torian Prince explaining what a rebound is. Oh, great. I've never even I've never even heard Torian of that. Torian Prince is like. Two years ago, he was a rookie. Plays yeah. for the Atlanta Hawks. I know who Torian Prince is. The Prince. Right. And the, and the guy was like, um, so you got um, 20, 30-something rebounds or 20-something rebounds in a college game. And he was like, tell me how that works. And he's like, well, they, someone shoots the ball. They miss. I go and <laughs> get the ball. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. that's, it. that's like Shaq style, aren't sorry. Um, I can see, Pax, you're a big fan of Paul's technique of just explaining YouTube videos. Yeah. What else, appeal, what else appeal like for the first week? Felix, so about... Um, Jokic, uh, love Jokic. Yeah, I love the Nuggets, man. I'm putting. For those guys. I put. I controversially and like people on my on my Instagram blew up right. Yeah. When I put this on, <laughs> two guys, two guys hit me up. I think I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> you on Instagram. There's not that much heat. Blew up. It blew up. But I put the Pelicans out of the playoffs and put the Nuggets in at the eighth spot. Okay. And people were really, and I understand why, but people went nuts. Uh, in the sense that the, they thought the Pelicans should definitely be in the playoffs. Pelicans are definitely going to make it, and so probably the well, Nuggets. I'm not sure about that. Because then do the Blazers drop out? Because the Blazers I, are yeah. really good. Here's, here's the teams. Are, the, the teams. What? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Lakers have just lost three in a row. I know I shouldn't go off preseason. I, Paul, Paul, you agree with yeah, me, right? I, Pelicans I put, are in, Nuggets put, are in. I put Nuggets and Pelicans in. I think I did so put. Out? I think I did put uh, Lakers out. Wow. I think I put. The bl- the Blazers out and the Timberwolves were a question mark to me because it was uh, like Jimmy Butler was going down at the, at that time. The Timberwolves are way out for me, right? Yeah, they're way out, yeah. Um, so I'm shocked. Put- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nuggets and Pelicans in, for sure. I'm shocked that you guys I put Pelicans fourth seed, I think. That's crazy. It's no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. It's not an easy decision to make, and it's easy now they've lost. <laughs> now they've lost. 
now they've lost three games, it's yeah. a lot. Uh, it's easier to be have swagger about this. Yeah. The interesting one is OKC getting off to a shocking start, losing three in a row. I know they didn't have Westbrook for two of them. Yeah. But like these teams, like if they lose a couple more games, they're like they're teetering. They're already in huge in the next couple of weeks. They're in hu- like they need to start winning and start winning now. Lakers and Thunder, that's, like that's, get your yeah. act together. Well, my prediction was that between the third seed and I, I basically had Warriors one, Rockets two, and then between the third seed and like the 10th seed it was like so it was like a knife edge like it was like two games between like it was like basically every game counts in the west I was I was the same but from the 4th seed this this could be the best NBA season we've ever we've seen in a long time and let's just hope someone can challenge the Warriors to make it like put the chair in the top because if the Warriors aren't winning then it would be quite a forgettable season I think also everyone's crowning the Rockets as the, the, the continued Challenger to the Warriors, but I honestly yeah. think that's over. They're in a bit of trouble, yeah. I, I, I kind the, of agree. I think the honest. window's closed. Do you know who the Challenger is? Who? The Raptors, baby. I wouldn't, I don't think that's crazy. They've looked, I mean, again, it's three games in, so I'm jumping to conclusions. Cole Lowry looks amazing. Mm. Um, and uh, I'm forgetting a key player Kawhi. here. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm bad at podcasting, eh? Um, Kawhi Leonard looks. Like an MVP, early MVP candidate. And I know we've started, we've started too early, but he's just so dominant on both ends. And uh, a bark has come right. Um, the bench is playing well. Well, the, Flan, the, the question Flan mark for Vince. me was um, how do you say his name? I was excited. I, I haven't awesome. really watched the Raptors much, but they're so good. They're the, so good to the, watch. The question for me was the uh, the coach, and I feel like he's probably been okay so far. He's answered all his critics, whereas um, old Brand Stevens and the Celtics looking a little bit flaky. Look a little bit flaky. Yeah, up I there. put the Raptors at one. Raptors beat Celtics game one, and um, just today, amazing moment as uh, my boy Messiah Jerry. The reason yeah. I support the Raptors is yeah. when he left the Nuggets to go to the Raptors. We got yeah. he got five from the uh, the Nuggets. Um, he when the Raptors went up twenty five, Van Vliet made it a layup. He um, walked off down the tunnel to go do some work. Like game over, fourth quarter, eight minutes left. He's like, we're d- the Raptors are looking good right now, and I could eat my words next week. It's bad to be cocky as a Raptors fan, but it's exciting to watch. Surprisingly, a lot of people on my Instagram... Uh, <laughs> so much Instagram chat! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So much Instagram yeah, chat! At Pack Society, go follow yeah. me. Um, a lot of people love the Celtics, and went nuts that I put Raptors 1, Celtics 2. I feel uh, like people bandwagon. I feel think, like Kyrie... I'm Celtics 1, for sure. I think they're going to go on a... T- like they had growing pains to begin with. They're struggling I, to score, yeah. I think they'll go on a tear and they'll... Oh, no, yeah, no, no. There's no doubt Celtics should come right, but like it's been an a unusual but it's start. But not, it's not crazy to think that the Raptors oh, take for the, sure. the top spot. Here's, here's what I think is my controversial pick. And I, I, we've talked about this on other episodes, but I've got the Bucks at three. That's not controversial. That's not okay. co- that was, that okay. was quite a comment. That is one of the least controversial things um, I've ever heard. Pax, do you, do you resent... I think Hayward could be in a bit of trouble. I mean, I mean it's, it's a long time for him to come back. Yeah. But um, do you resent Hayward as a Jazz fan at all? Not at all. Why not? Um, for leaving, you mean? Yeah, he bailed on you guys. Because I, um, I've always known, ever since Hayward kind of went past the I'm an okay wing player to I'm an all-star, yeah. I've always known watching him that we're never going to be a top team with Hayward as our best player. Yeah. I just don't see Hayward as the best player on a championship I, I, team. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so he's a contributor more at Celtics. But he's like he's I, I think the his best ideal position is third or fourth best player on a championship. The team. only reason though, the only reason and it is, I guess it's good to show that in the NBA like you can turn it around pretty quick. Because yeah. I remember the Jazz three years ago were looking bleak. Yeah. Um, it just takes one good draft pick. But yeah, you guys you guys bounce back from him incredibly fast. And if yeah. you guys were in the doldrums, um, then you might be resenting him a little bit more. Totally, totally. If we if 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 everything turned to shit, mm. then I probably would be a lot angry at Hayward. But the the thing with Hayward is that he was our best player, but he wasn't he was he's not a generational type player that can carry a team to the championship. Yeah. He's just a good player. But isn't that, isn't um that supposed to be uh, your big man? Gobert? I don't know the names of the players. Right? Rudy Gobert. Don't expect the host of an NBA podcast to know about <laughs> the names of the players. Rudy Gobert is not going to be. A, he's not. I he, thought he was. I thought he, he is a generation. He is best. a generational player when it comes to defense. Yeah. Offensively, he's trash. Yeah. But the thing with the reason I'm happy is that we've got Donovan Mitchell, and if if Hayward was still there, Donovan Mitchell would not be as ball dominant as he is now, 
And I think Donovan Mitchell has the, the chance to be a generational type player who, like, in 15 years' time, we're talking about Hall of Fame, we're talking about multiple all-star appearances, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy. All right. You're right, though. If it turned to shit, I'd be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of Instagram, uh, we were talking about Instagram a lot before. I don't know if that was a good segue or not. Jimmy Butler um, posted today a photo of him in a suit walking through some leaves. And the, qu- <gasps> and the quote was, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villa- villain. Quote, Harvey Dent. Mm. I have a hot take about Jimmy Dark Butler. Okay. I think he's an asshole. Yeah. Well, it's, it's leading that way, eh? I think... And here's why... Um, because I've listened to some interviews with Jimmy Butler, and on all of them, he's a dick. He's like a super competitive... But you know when someone gets so competitive, it's to the point where you don't want to be around them anymore? Yeah. Like, every single conversation ends up about how they're good at that thing? Yeah. That's the vibe I got from him. Okay. Yeah. Because I I just remember the fun guy who likes Taylor Swift and country music, weirdly, even though he's... Yeah, I think it's it's all a ploy. A a clever PR, Bruce. Yeah. I've always liked him. And I, li- I like the fact that he's ultra competitive. Here's That's my two cents. Here, thank you for contributing that, Paul. Um, I like I like him. Um, here's my okay. Here's my. I love his um, origin story. Is good. I think. Yeah. No. Everyone. So, everyone always goes back story? to that. Is oh, he's, he comes. His he origins. comes from a really rough upbringing. Okay. Yeah. So and his mum. One day she oh, said. Now I feel bad about calling. Yeah, him an no. <laughs> no. His mum. One day said, "Get out. I don't like the look of you." Here's, oh, yeah. she did. It. She did. She said. Um, yeah, I don't like the look. Which is of weird because he's a very good-looking guy. Yeah, very so good. it is funny that um, NBA mean tweets. I think his is, you know, when Jimmy Kimmel is it yeah. gets them. I think his is my all-time favorite. The one where it's like, um, he look at uh, Jimmy Butler ugly, bruh. Ticky face, um, t- ticky mask face, bruh. I can't remember what it is, but it's good. Yeah, he's just saying he looks like a ticky ticky mask. He, he does. He does look a little bit. He's got big ears. Um, uh, now, all I want to say is, I don't know if this is hearsay, but I did. I was quite interested in the teams that he wanted to go to. Yeah. And that made me think he was a crock of crap if he's talking about winning, winning, winning. But then his list of teams that it was rumored he wanted to be traded to, and let's see where he ends up, were just teams with the ability to sign him to a max contract. Yeah. And they were, none of them were good. Yeah. It was like, or maybe Clippers were good, but it was like uh, teams like Brooklyn. Um, Miami, I can't believe these teams will become forces with him. I want to see a um, Butler for um, Kemba trade straight up. Let's do it. Put Butler with Jordan and see how that goes. Have a bit of fun. I don't know. Butler, I feel like Butler is a shitter version of Jordan in 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 the shitty Jordan in the attitude sense. Like yeah. I think he's that kind of guy. Will like come to training and try and fight people. Oh, this was an interesting quote I found. Um, looking back on him and speaking about Paul's idea of his origin story, he has a lot of dark memories in his past, and this is a story from like when his rookie season. Chicago Magazine wrote this sentence that I thought was weird. Still, um, Jimmy loathes reliving the past. So much so that he's removed the rearview mirror on his car as a symbolic reminder to never look back. That is dangerous. That is so dangerous. That's really dangerous. Maybe it's just a saying. I don't know. That was kind of funny. Um, That's the end of the week in review. Um, Me and Paul went to a Breakers game. Yeah, why is this in the podcast? Sting in there. Oh, no, the extra, I, I see why, where this is going. So put the sting in there. Um, okay, uh, so... What's, wait, what's the sting? Oh, just like advanced analytics, something like that? I don't have a sting for going to the advanced Breakers game. Advanced analytics. I can give you a sting right now. Pax is going to riff a sting. Breakers game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pax, do you give a toss about the Breakers at all? I don't give two tosses. This is, you've got to come with us this week. Okay. You've got to come this Sunday, what are you doing? Nothing. Paul, you coming? What time? Well, yeah, I'll be there. Paul, you're... So, so, okay, so we've got this... Okay, I've got to explain to people who don't know what the Breakers are. Yeah. The Breakers are an Australian league team. Isn't this a New Zealand podcast? Yeah, it's, it's, we're trying to pitch, pitch to America. We've got some American listeners. We've okay. got a guy... We've got a guy... Shout out to um, the guy from Boston. A guy from NBC Boston listens to this podcast. Oh. Boston, on the other side of the DJ world. DJ Bean. Shout out DJ Bean. Shout out DJ Bean. He's my favourite um, listener. Um, uh, no, so Paul... So we've got a friend who now yeah. works for them, yeah. who's just an NBL super fan. He's like, yeah. he likes the Nuggets, but he's like, if you like the NBA, you can't go to an NBA game easily. Yeah. The Breakers are right here. They're, they're not NBA-level talent, but there's players who are NBA-level talent in the Australian League. Yeah. Tory Craig was yeah. a top New Zealand and uh, American-level player. Now, signed with the Nuggets, ironically. There's a lot of summer league-level talent there, at least. It's very competitive. It's only a 28-game season. 
Why Every f- team plays each other's I, team four times. Why was it ironic that he signed with the Nuggets? Oh, that was also Andrew's team, weirdly. Oh, so yeah, Andrew okay. was giving the Nuggets... Maybe he was. Andrew's an analytics expert. Anyway, let's not get bogged down in that. The point is, is that he got me into the NBL, and now I'm trying to suck other NBA fans in, and just saying the Australian League is actually awesome. It's a huge stadium here in New Zealand. Like, you know, if to have 7,000 fans at a, yeah. in an arena is pretty cool. I mean... Um, there's a lot of good dunks. There's a lot of excitement. The standard play is quite high. I got given tickets to the semi-finals last year. <laughs> Three last tickets because yeah. they were short of... Oh, oh, we went to that game. It was amazing. It's Melbourne. Yeah, yeah that was an amazing yeah. game. And we're... no one went because it was a Monday night and the game was at like 5.30 for Australian yeah. TV audience. It was a disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was uh, one of the best experiences of my life. Whoa. This week, me and Paul <laughs> sat courtside... Oh, but, sorry, best live basketball experiences, should I say. Yeah, okay. Like, we've seen the Breakers win an Australian League championship <laughs> on the buzzer. It's quite exciting. I'm trying to get people into this. Yeah. Um, last Sunday we went to watch them play. Um, we sat courtside for the first time ever. We got pro- we got upgraded. Yeah. Amazing. Um, we watched Andrew Bogut play, famed homophobe. Who does he play for? Sydney Kings. So basically, he was washed up in the NBA. You know, he famously played two seconds for I the. I honestly did not know he was out of the league. Cleveland. So uh, he would be a veteran minimum, minimum in the NBA. The Australian yes. League obviously got together two million dollars or three million dollars to sign him, pulled him away to Australia. I mean, Andrew Bogut, bit of a questionable guy. He um, quite homophobic on Twitter. Apparently, the other day he was tweeting, um, uh, just teaching my um, son and daughter about the two genders that there are, or something like that. He's just he's just a funny like buff head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of like that no, he's 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 stirring the pot a little bit. But like, what an, what an a hole. Let's talk about a uh, guy interacted with him. Okay, so so the, so the whole game, I was threatening to. Um, Taunt Bogut yeah. to try like and film it to try and get saying some good yeah. content for my Instagram. Yeah. Um, I decided not to do that because Paul was so embarrassed. I was embarrassed. There was a time when the ball rolled over to us courtside, and I tried to touch it. I was like, "Get a touch of the game ball," and I touched it, and Paul like almost slipped out of his hands, and he was like, no, "What are you doing?" No, no. Well, here's the thing: I had the ball, and then mid as I was mid motion passing it to the ref. Guy decided to stick his hand and touch the ball and deflect it. I was like, and "Game all I'm touch." Saying is like. That's going to deflect, hit me in the face. I'm going to be a meme. You'll be a legend. No, but you could blow up. Yeah, yeah I don't want to blow up for being the guy whose brother smashes a ball into his nose it'd and be gets a bleeding it'd nose. It'd be great. It'd, be, it'd, be, it'd help your comedy career, mate. No, but here's what happens. Halftime, the teams are leaving. And I, I, I hadn't said anything to Boga. I'd been a well-behaved sideline person. I don't yeah. want to get thrown off the, off the court anyway because yeah. I'm happy to have these tickets. Yeah. And I just wanted to say something. It's because the players were so close to us. Yeah. And so I said... Just down, the breakers were losing by six. I was like, just down by six, boys. Just down by six. Bogut from the opposition turns around and goes, down by eight. I'm like, what? And he's like, down by eight. I'm like, what? And he's like, you guys are down by eight. An NBA champion stops to correct me on the score. How often does that... That was cool, right? That was pretty cool. That's a milestone moment in your life. I don't even think he was trolling me either. I think he was just walking off the court. No, he'd worked out in his head. He's like, down by uh, up by eight. This is great. And then when he heard me say six, he like wanted to double check it. Yeah. And then he wanted to correct me too because he's a, he's a helpful guy. Yeah. He's a helpful um, No, he's, He seemed kind of fun. Like he was doing gags kind of on court. Like uh, at one stage he got called for a foul. And then he started telling the ref. He did the NBA um, review signal. He, oh, the one finger up, gag. spin it round. And then they I'm were like... I'm going to dispute that was a gag. I think he genuinely thought there was a review system in the NBA. He said, NBL, review it. Australian and then NBL. he started saying... The ref said something. And then he said, I was there. I was there. Like he was saying that like he was there and there was no foul. He, he's not a glamour player, but he was like a massive rim protector. And it was so cool to see him up close and just a lot of key blocks. Like yeah. he's leading the Australian League in rebounds Is he the tallest person in the NBL by far? No, there's a few. But even the Kings have two. They went twin towers. They had two big units. But I, he, might, he might be the tallest. Uh, kick out the guy. The guy we got to see yeah. the guy who started the fight in uh, in the Philippines. Oh, I don't think Kick it was as big as him. Kick it was the guy who um, who axed a Filipino player and then oh. ran away down the court. He was yeah. the guy who started the started the fight. I want to heckle him about that, but I decided to hang off. So well. um, I can't come with you this weekend. Oh, I've another got, time. We've got, got season tickets. You got season tickets? Yeah, but not courtside. We only occasionally get courtside. Yeah, um, but, but it's like four rows, four rows back. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'll come with you. Um, it's, well, don't be like, oh yeah, I'll do the year that favor. It'll be fun. You'll love it, and you get into the breakers, and it's a good no, time. I'm trying to act like I, I didn't have fun at the semis, but it was. You're right. It was an awesome experience. Okay. Oh, you actually went to that semi because that was such a that was like a down yeah. to the wire game, right? Yeah, I got given tickets. Of so the breakers game. got blown out, but the other cool thing about the game, besides seeing Boga and having a weird conversation with him was that uh, we got to see this guy, Jerome Randall, 
who was, you know, class of 2012. Uh, I think he was like a, a Berkeley talent. Yeah. Who like, um, unfortunately... Um, couldn't really, uh, you know, break into the NBA. Yeah. And he was insane to watch. Like, his handle was so quick. His assists were awesome. Just to is watch someone that, that fast. Is he that really little ripped guy? Yes. I think Jerome, seen, Jerome Randall. I've seen highlights of him on Facebook. So, I, yeah, he was very entertaining. Like, he's bald, short, yeah. ripped. Yeah, to see him in, in life was awesome. Uh, but what was really sad is researching his backstory, because I was like, this guy surely is at least... You know, he, he was kind of like D-League talent least. And you can see why people wouldn't pick him because he was uh, Tiny. he's so small. But his story was even sadder than that. He said um, he got picked in the second round by Houston, mm. who had injury problems at point guard that year. But um, he said his management turned down the pick. What? Um, he didn't even know that was an option because um, they felt it would be better for him to go undrafted and prove himself in summer, summer league. He wrote a player's voice, which is like the Australian version of the Players' Tribune, um, article about it. That's heartbreaking if that's the real story. That he he has that one what if hanging off. Over, and he's had a good career internationally. And he's like a he's been the Would MVP of like, Australian league. So he'd be a top guy in the NBL then. Yeah. So yeah, he'd be yeah. demanding at least a mil. I'd say he's Sydney's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I actually don't know how much to get paid. He'd be Sydney's best player. Like Bogut's not really. You know, he'd be better than more useful to them than Bogut. I'd say um, Sydney. By the way, had to win that game. They'd lost their first two. Like Bogut's not. Cleaning up in the Australian league, he's yeah. really struggling. There was, an, there was another guy in Sydney called something Bowen. He looked, he had a very Alan Crab, Lamello Ball style haircut, like blonde kind of Huge, mohawk. Yeah, mohawk. And then um, mismatching, colourful Kyrie shoes. Mm. And he got a sick dunk. But um, apart from that, he didn't do a lot. And he's supposedly trying to get in the NBA. So he played for Louisville uh, last season, and he got caught up in the corruption scandal. Oh, and so had to forfeit. Like eligibility or whatever. That's and, tragic. And has had to come, and he's he's trying to um, follow kind of Terence Ferguson, play a year, and then get back to the NBA. The Australian league, though. But I mean, he didn't do a lot. Come see the offcuts of the um, of the NBA. It, honestly, I and if you just want to see close up like great basketball, I can't recommend it enough. Like we genuinely see some. There's some amazing plays and some great shooting. I don't know. It sounds so embarrassing. Come see some great shooting, guys. It's going to be a real uh, offensive uh, three-point shootout. Um, but it was, it was, yeah, it was good times. Let's go to the. Um, let's Come a... see some fundamentals. <laughs> no, nah, there's actually some athleticism. Like I reckon most games you see uh, that guy that Paul's just talking about. I can't remember his name. He threw down an awesome dunk. Uh, there actually is some about two awesome dunks at least per game. I don't know. This the way to get into it is follow their Instagram account. The Australian NBL Instagram is. Great for highlights. Yeah. Better than the NBA one, I'd say. I'd, I'd recommend you I reckon you need to cool off. You've, you've gone too excited about the NBA. The way to cool off is to maybe wade through a swamp or like work my way through a forest. It's time for the fantasy forest. It's time wow. for an enchanted place. Fantasy forest. No, yeah. It's where I love. <laughs> it's where you love. <laughs> um, Texas improv skills need work. So guys, after the first week, match up. Uh, I was versing the one new team in the in my fantasy league. Yeah, but a good seven to win, so it was a good week. Uh, for, no one gives for my a team. toss about your crap team. Um, oh, we just hope this saying? would be a quick hit of like some good, can interesting I, stuff about fantasy. Can I just say something? Yeah, I have no idea how fantasy basketball works. Oh my god! I literally. Don't what are know. you doing in the fantasy for, forest then? No, he's, oh, he's. I just followed you guys in here. <laughs> 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 I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> It's easy to lose your way in the this is This is what it is. There's different ways you can do it, but the most common way is you pick a bunch of players on yeah. a team, yeah. um, and you, you each week you play another team who've got a bunch of players. Normally yeah. your team is stacked, because you'll have like a 12, 15 team league. How, how big is your league, Paul? 10. So 10 team stacked. league. So you've got like a, basically an all-star team of yeah. talent, uh-huh. and uh, and you put them against, you actually have to, you've only got 10 spots, and you've maybe got like 14 players. So you've got to choose your players you want to play every day if there's a lot of games happening. And it's just which you, you, you normally play like eight to ten statistical categories. It's, not, it's and, usually nine categories. And whoever wins the most statistical categories, so Paul said nine categories, he won seven categories, the other guy won two categories, wins the week. Yeah. It feels like a lot of work. It is. People mm. put their life into it. Paul puts his life into it, and that's yeah. why we have this crappy segment. What for? Slushing around in the forest. It's so fun. It's competition. It's, it's really fun, and, it, and it makes... You can. I will say this. It's so fun, and it makes. I think it makes viewing the NBA funner because it's just like another side thing. Like, I could be watching two teams I don't care about. Right. But, you know, if uh, so-and-so is playing, I'll you be, like, watching and who, checking his stats. Who's a stuff. weird player that you watch out for? 
You got any Brooklyn Nets players? Uh, oh no, I, I really wanted Jarrett Allen from the. He was one of my top targets. I didn't get him, but he's on. Paul the gets pumped for like Spencer Dimwitty. No, <laughs> and no you're like, but, so the best, obviously, the best type of players would be good player, bad team, right? So no, because you want an efficient player. Yeah, sometimes that's the case. So, so last year the the top ranked player was Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah, so, so course, like the stars, but like so last year, I one guy I kept trying to trade for, even before he was really even talked about, was Joe Ingles, yeah. and because I knew also you can have keepers. So when we draft, we have two hundred dollars, and you bid on each player, and say I got uh, Joe Ingles for two dollars. Oh, sorry, I should have picked a higher number for six dollars. Then the next year, I could keep him for $9. You take 50% and you put it on top. This is how our league works. And uh, so I, I saw that he was a keeper as well. So I was like, I was frantically trying to trade from all year and didn't get him. The, I think the main appeal is, is that everyone thinks they know basketball and thinks they know it's a good way to like prove that you like know which players it's, are good. Yeah. But you don't really know which players are good. It's like being a, a fantasy GM. Yeah. Well, it's, it's literally like being a fantasy GM. But, like, it's a good way to show off your basketball expertise in a way. And people right. go so hard out, they put together spreadsheets and actually do analytics on it. But the, here's, the, here's the annoying thing about it, is that you, you can't simulate an actual NBA, like, experience. And a good fantasy player doesn't necessarily mean a good basketball player. Or, or, or no, 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 that kind of translates, but a good, like, contributor. And you're right, you can get a guy who puts up numbers on a bad team. If they do it efficiently, because that's the one that gets you, you can test, like... Uh, field goal and uh, and free throw percentage. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a good time. Paul, any, anything else? That was quite a good fantasy for us, I think. Just an explanation of what fantasy basketball is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else you want to chip in? Yeah, well, I don't want to say too much because, you know, guys from my league could be listening. But, yeah, um, Paul, Paul takes it very I'm, seriously. I'm happy with my team at the moment. Who's in your league? Although uh, a bunch of guys from Auckland. No one you know, I don't think. Cool. Um, no one in the comedy industry. No, Pax is big in the comedy industry. Right, um, I'm pretty big in that industry. Yeah, I don't. Think, of, I don't think anyone. Is, can you call the comedy industry an industry? Like, it's. I don't think it makes enough money to be like an industry. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's like industry. pastime. It's like twelve dudes. It's a hobby. Like, <laughs> having a in crash the com- <laughs> in the comedy. Um, yeah. or should we, what about should, community? Should we? we, we, we <laughs> yeah, Pax right is way. grabbing his phone. We should probably start wrapping this podcast up. Yeah. Should we wait out of the fantasy forest? Yeah, yeah. And get to the the. the the crown and the jewel of this podcast. It's time for Magic Mayhem. It's that time. Oh, that's not the lead-in. Okay, do the lead-in. No, rookie mistake. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. Be I used to be jealous of Mary Apollo. We're taking every game personally. I'm Sit down. Do you want to explain to Pax what this segment is? Uh, welcome. This is Magic Mayhem. Thank you. Um, where we just Clarity. we talk magic. Um, we just talk about the magic? Yes. Yeah. It's mayhem, though, so well, be mate, ready. Mate, if you wanted to Can bring we... a segment called Jazz... I'm bringing a segment called... Jazz. Jazz Jive. Jazz, jazz. Jam, <laughs> Jamming with the jazz. The okay. jazz jamboree. <laughs> so, so we're jamming with the magic. Paul, Paul's love of the magic is quite interesting, though, because it's got me kind of involved in the magic as well. Okay. Um, what's big with the magic this week? Oh, by the way, Paul hasn't watched today's magic game because he's Which so... Which is a crucial thing to do. Bring to the segments, <laughs> yeah. Because he um, wants to watch it afterwards. He, he, he rates watching crappy magic games over um, actually doing a good job of this podcast and his well, crappy segment. Mate, I love the magic game. Yeah, I love this podcast. Um, hurry up. Man, magic roller coaster start to the season. So, uh, first game was unbelievable. Did we already was, cover the first game? Yeah, yeah, but I'm just giving kind of an overall roller coaster vibe. Uh, then, some disappointing losses and a blowout to the Hornets, which was disgraceful. You guys and, got blown out? Yeah, we got blown out. And I, I did a post at halftime um, titled, on, on Magic Reddit, titled, We Need to Kill Nick Vucevic and Evan Fournier. <laughs> It got 50-50 upvotes and downvotes, um, about So mur- your suggestion was to murder them? No, no. So that was just, I, I wanted a bold title. The rest of it was just pointing out, I was said, or send them to the G League or something. The, they yeah. tried to lose the first, they did everything they could to lose the first game. Luckily, we, the rest of the team managed to pull us to a win. The second game, they were appalling. But then, third game, they actually played well. And we narrowly lost to the Sixers, who basically for most of the game, Simmons had left like in the first half injured. Also, the Sixers are like, at the moment, weirdly like not taking the league. They're playing it like it's 
preseason or something like that with faults, right? It seemed kind oh, of. They need to get faults yeah. off the court. It, it, it had a casual uh, vibe that game. But is that smart though? Because you need to play faults into shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. you also, I don't know. It's just quite weird to see an NBA team do this. And yeah, like maybe I don't know. Um, but this feels it feels like a mistake to have this segment as the closer. But also, <laughs> <laughs> but also yeah, good call. Who's on the magic? I know, I know. Alfred Payton's gone. Oh, mate, you we can't have you here. So your contribution to the fantasy forest was I don't know what fantasy basketball is, <laughs> and their contribution to the magic is I don't know any of their players. <laughs> They got two white guys who are holding them down that Paul hates. Nah. Vucevic and Fournier. Yeah. And they got a lot of young, exciting Isn't players. Fournier borderline all star? Isn't he like 19 points a game? Yeah, he, basically. No, he's good stats, have, bad team. Um, I, yeah. So here's, here's our thing we've kind of got like two lineups basically going at the moment. We've got our starters, which is like our offensive yeah. minded team. Yeah. And so that's um, like Fournier, Vucevic, DJ Augustine, are the kind of. Guys who are like DJ Augustine, that's where he's been hiding this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, great. so they're kind of like our they're like our offensive guys who are a bit suspect on D, I reckon. A bit suspect. Vucevic is one yeah. of the worst yes. low post defenders yeah. in the league. <laughs> that's not, that's that's why I don't like them. For like me, he literally plays no help side. Yes. My favorite guys are fiery Jimmy Butler types who love defense sure. and take pride in it. Yeah, Donovan you know, Mitchell. Yeah, Patrick Beverly. I like guys Donovan like that. Mitchell. And um, and then anyway, our second unit is more the defensive. So Aaron Gordon is should be given the keys. Basically, he was amazing in the first game, and then the second game, weirdly, we just went Fournier and Vucevic, and he hardly featured. And then so we've got um, Aaron Gordon, our big three, and they're called Big B I G B for Bamba Mo Bamba so rookie. Yeah. I for Jonathan Isaac. G for Gordon Aaron Gordon. And that's our big three. Okay. And that's who we should Here's be going with. I rate Mo Bamba. Oh, yeah. I oh, think yeah, he's yeah. going to be a good Oh, player. yeah, yeah. And Jonathan Isaac mm. looks exciting as well. But um, let's talk about Aaron Gordon. I'm going to come out and say he's a bust too. No. I love saying players are busts, as you can tell. He's painful to watch. He's now getting a $20 million contract. And I agree they should have signed it to them because it's the magic and what else they're going to do with... They've yeah. got to get to the minute to salary floor somehow. Yeah. But, like, jeepers creepers, he's not good at basketball. And here's, it's just a shame you, to watch him here's the thing. squander this playing time. No, no, he's A, he's good. B, no, he's, not, there's no he's so young. That. He's, like, still 22. Yeah, he's, like, the next Jeff Green, I think. He's, like, he's got a bunch around the NBA. Absolutely being like, not. He's so athletic. He's going to be good. He looks so exciting. He, he's did a, he did a very cool under-the-legs dunk in the dunk comp, though. Yeah, about yes. 12 years no, ago. No, he's, he's younger than everyone thinks because he's been in the league for a while. But he's, I'm pretty sure he's, like, 22. Do you know I who, might be wrong. Do you know who I think is going to make a massive leap and might get most improved player? Yeah, who? Zach Levine. Talking about. Oh, the yeah, oh, yeah no, he, no, he's yeah, he's 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 lighting it up so far. Yeah, he's, he's lighting right. it up. He's had thirty points in all the first few games. He looks like an all star. Yeah, but he but again, he's just going to be a guy who puts up numbers on a bad team. Who but knows? the thing is, he's reasonably efficient. He's not just chucking. Yeah, okay. Well, fingers crossed, and I'm glad sorry, to see... Sorry to pull away from your magic section. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think it's a hot take as well. Like, But Zach Levine, it's early days in the season. It's like Kimber. Like, let's wait and see how good they really are. Um, Paul gets genuinely... And I noticed this uh, on Saturday. You got genuinely depressed when the Magic had a shocking game against the Hornets. They yeah, down oh, it was heartbreaking. You wrote a, a, a Reddit post, a genuine Reddit post. Look that up, by the way. Check that out. I had, about the star players killing themselves. No, no, no. Us killing them. Uh, Sorry, oh, that's way better. sorry, sorry, <laughs> that's way sorry. Better. sorry. But, um, uh, I, I do have question marks over the coach, Steve Clifford. A, because the Hornets look like they've maybe gotten better with him gone. Yeah. B, he's very high on Nick Vucevic, who's my least favorite player on the team. And today he had a quote on Instagram that was like, just talking about how he's so good and so smart. And I was like, I think Vucevic is the opposite of smart. I've do you think he, do you, do you think he, but do you think he's not trying to, um, just big enough. hype up his value for trade or oh, maybe. make him play better. That would, be cool. that would be cool. But in the first game, the starters were getting owned. We brought on that second unit, which is the cool, yeah. exciting unit I like. They pulled it back. Then in the second half, it happened again. The starters came back on. Then they pulled it back again, the cool guys. And then weirdly in the clutch, the cool instead of riding out the game with the cool guys, yeah. he brought back on. He's standing up. Paul is standing <laughs> up right now. I'm passionate about the cool guys. So I told you this was a big end to the podcast, sorry. Big end. He brought back on um, the... The cool guys. No, no, the losers oh, to finish. The loser and guys. they were unbelievably bad. Shot clock violations, like two in a row. Oh. Then Vucevic did like a three seconds. Then... Uh, then he tried to draw. A ch- oh, then he did a charge. 
Then he tried to draw a charge, flopped. They just gave up two points. They literally threw the game. Then even Fournier missed two free throws to like in the clutch. It was unbelievable. Aren't they, aren't they both like Russian guys? Maybe they're like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're in the, maybe they're in the mafia, nah. and they're no. like, they're throwing the game. Yeah, maybe um, yeah. um, Fournier is French, and uh, <laughs> and Vucevic is from Montenegro. But uh, oh, I thought they were Russian. Yeah, I mean they've got their vibe. Right, but my my theory was almost that um the team our organization's a bit racist and they have like a rules that white guys have to play a certain amount of like minutes yeah. and they're like well we've only got the two guys so we've got to play them a lot of like, for a lot. But um anyway time to sit down. Hey Pax, you the the podcast has reached an hour. Um you just survived magic mayhem. You you loved it. I surprisingly really enjoyed Paul it. Paul stood up. He like, stood there is up. commitment to the segment. I thought that your love for the magic was just like a bit, mm. but it's real. No, he, it's yeah, real. yeah. It seems like he's doing a joke, right? Yeah. No, he actually loves them. No, not only that, last year he um, he got angry that he was worried the magic were going to be too good. Right. He, wait, 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 let's rephrase that. He was worried <laughs> the magic were going to be too good at basketball. That was his concern. No. And the fear was they would attract too many fans because they'd be so popular, and that's, that was well. That's that is the issue. In two thousand nine, <laughs> they made the finals, I, and suddenly half my school were Magic fans. I, and I was I, like, that's good. A a it's, it's never a worry that the Magic are ever going to be good at basketball because they're shocking. And and B and B, you, it'd be nice just to see them win occasionally. Um, shout to the Magic. Uh, huge thank you to Pax for being our first ever guest on the podcast. He did a. Th- a th- what I think was a thrilling job. Great job. Um, Paul got bumped off the head, headset microphone for... Uh, that's why I couldn't join in that clap, because I'm, I'm holding my mic. Oh, all right. That's why you didn't clap for Pax. I, yeah. so, I think it's weird to clap for yourself. No, I, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't have to clap for yourself. Okay. But um, Pax, you did a, uh, you did a, you did a stunning job. Um, that's the all for Advanced Alerts. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, we did get an email. We didn't get to it. We'll read that out uh, next week. Any questions, any ideas, any one? thoughts? Did we get one email? We got one email. Wow. Guy and Paul at gmail.com with your emails and thoughts we would we would love anything at this point leave a review leave a comment whatever we don't, five stars follow, follow me on Instagram follow Pax on Instagram follow me on Instagram I've been Guy Williams I've been Paul Williams and I've been Pax Asadi I've, uh, been, I've been at Paul Anthony Allen Jones Williams no more plugging thank you very much and good night Donovan Mitchell is my father <laughs>